Hello, welcome to Wave Radio. This is Paul Omani standing in today for Bernie Goldbach. Bernie's away at a creative multimedia experience. And I'm going to bring you the voice of Bernie Goldbach. He can fill you in on what he's up to today. And he will also play you the voice of some of his students. So here we go. Here is Bernie Goldbach. Hey, it's Bernie Goldbach. I'm joining with a, uh, a team of Creative Media students in the Limerick Institute of Technology on the Clonmel campus asking them about workflow and also about, about technologies they might be using, new, new gear, new technologies online, platform services, just their general impression about making creative media objects for sharing, dissemination, curation, collection, and even for commissioning their own skills with a media company or a production house inside of an existing corporation. So what you're going to hear in trail of my intro comments here are half a dozen students who have tried their hand with the joysticks on the DJI Phantom 3 Pro and the Ricoh 360 Theta S camera in both video and still imaging mode. They've done a bunch of other stuff too with uh, different microphones and you hear people talking about then you'll be able to tell the audio files just by what they cite. And you might be hearing some people that are new to the game. They are first-year students after all. Freshmen is what they'd be called in America. And they're trying their hand at making media effectively in a workflow that's efficient with archive content you can get to. As a side note, that's why I'm making this clip on Anchor version 1, because as we know, if it was on Anchor version 2, this clip would go away in 24 hours. Good content doesn't do that. It has a semi-permanent relationship, syndication, and collectability. And that's why I want to just keep on waving. Okay, I'm out of here now, but I'll be joined in a few minutes by students sharing their creative media workflow experiences. Thanks for listening. Keep on waving. I'm joined by Aiden Murphy underscore 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 who has an opinion about some new technology. Aiden, you're telling me what? Uh, yeah, we, in our class and social media, we've been using the uh, Ricoh Theta S360 camera. It's completely opened my eyes to a new way of delivering content and even creating entertainment media. Uh, the, the aspect of looking through just one single square lens mm. and just throwing that away is very exciting. It's also challenging to a lot of traditional filmmakers. They don't like that. But there are people listening to you, especially on the Twitter timeline, that are trainers and practitioners in the educational multimedia space. They totally get that. So once again, that was Aiden Murphy. You need to follow him because he's going to do this stuff feet first for the next three years. Thanks, Aiden. After Aiden got done talking about the Ricoh 360 camera, Orla had a similar kind of experience. As I say, she said, look, that... That Theta S camera has some characteristics that well, you wouldn't expect. And Orla, what is what is the impression that it made on you? The camera made on you? Um, if you if you look at the front, front, yeah. um, front of the camera, and then you noticed like um, what you took behind. You. Right. So just what you see yeah. isn't all there until. And then you realize there's actually something behind the image. So how do you get to the rear image yourself? When you see it on, on screen, how do, you, how do you change your viewing point? Do you use an arrow or do you use your finger or what? Um, 
Both times. Okay. Because I know uh, most people I see, they use an arrow on the screen and they flip it around. But that's cool. It's a 360 camera perspective. You can call me Bernie. We're still in Rico 360 camera land. Alex spent more time with the 360 camera yesterday, so he has some first person perspectives on how to do it right. What's your big takeaway, Alex, about using the 360 camera? Uh, well, my biggest takeaway is making sure that the camera is still and pointing the right direction because if you point it upwards, you're going to get like really weird angles, like sky and then just ground. It just looks really weird. That's right. Um, the front of the camera has the shutter control on it. It's the camera with a fisheye lens front and back. Keeping it steady is important. Were you stabilizing with a selfie stick? Yes, I was. I was using two hands just to make sure that it wouldn't like turn because it's top heavy, so it would. Yeah. Not only that, the tripod attachment is kind of weak and cheap. We got to improve that. Thanks for those tips, Alex. 360 camera made by Ricoh Vita S. You can call me Bernie. I asked people who are new to the technology. David, for example, is telling me stuff about the camera, the Ricoh 360 camera that intrigues him. What, what's your impression of it? Well, it's just when you see it on your face line, you're more likely to interact with it because it's, it's interesting, it's different. Yeah. So, um, like with videos, you kind of you need to be set there for the time. With that, you can just like scroll around. Good. You can, it's an environment you can interact with. Some people are actually seeing that in a headset. So they're viewing their timeline objects or their photo libraries or the headset. So then they're in a chair actually spinning around to yeah. see the bus you're in or the table you're sitting at. Very yeah. clever. Um, like it can be just a normal setting, but it interests you because it's 360 and yeah. it grabs the attention. It not only grabs it, but you're saying it holds your attention. You, yeah, you may you interact with it. So. You may spin around the imagery more than once, up and down, left to right. Thanks a million, Dave. You can call me Bernie. While working with creative media students, we've discovered a lot of things that are glitches. So yesterday, Rachel was working with a Facebook Live feed, and it went portrait. So on the back of that problem, Rachel, is there any way that I could force, that you've been able to force Facebook to take landscape content? Well, you could start by trying to download an app that would initialize um, the Facebook feed to be viewed in landscape mode. Um, an example of an app like that would be the DJI Go app, um, which will allow you to um, do a live video feed in landscape rather than the default. Yeah, we did that. And then you're saying you're putting content up that stays landscape. So what are you using to keep it landscape when it goes to Facebook? What are you, how are you putting imagery up? Um, you could use a DSLR camera, which defaults as landscape rather than portrait, um, and that would solve the problem. Yeah, these are important pro tips. Thank you, Rachel. You can call me Bernie. One of the coolest things about working with creatives is they often have their own kit, paint, carpentry tools, or in this case, microphones. Jamie's going to share something, a happy moment he's had with a new mic. What's the story? So yeah, um, for a lot of my life I've been using a dynamic microphone and people have always told me condensers are so much better, like they're so much more powerful. 
So I decided, okay, I'd try it out. So I went off and I bought a toner XLR condenser microphone and I have to say I'm absolutely blown away by the results. Like it's just so it's much. for vocal you're using it. Yeah, it's for vocal, yeah. It's for um I connect it to my laptop through a forty eight volt phantom power supply and just the power of it is unbelievable. So you're USB and an XLR into the laptop. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bit of a, a technical jump on its own. Really clever. Yeah. I'll follow this, um these creative media experiences. That was that was Jamie giving a his view of a condenser mic. Everybody needs a good mic. Thanks for that. You can call me Bernie. I let Billy fly the DJI Phantom 3 Pro drone yesterday. He's got some really important observations. If you plan to be a pilot yourself, tell me what the what that observation is, Billy. Uh, being a pilot, you need to be able to s s watch where you're going with the, with the drone. Um, the co-pilot usually watches the camera. Uh, being the co-pilot, co you can wa you can take the pictures and the pilot can only move up and down or your left and right, which makes it harder to take good pictures on the camera. Now some camera operator is going to tell you, hey, look, I'm a pilot. I can do all the controls. We're trying to devise the two roles separately so we don't crash into objects or hurt anybody. So those are important pro tips. Probably need to write those down because I want to share them with folks who are new to the DJI Phantom 3 Pro. Thanks, Billy. You can call me Bernie. We're sharing experience about making creative media with new technology. Simon, you like a, you like what? Uh, the Ricotech 6 uh, camera. Yeah, that data-ass camera is pretty clever. What what's what floats your boat with it? Why do you like it? Uh, I like it because it can take like 360 uh, images and videos with it. It's really interesting. Yeah, the stuff I like, I like spinning around the images. Do you like doing the same thing, like interacting with the images? Uh, yeah, it's cool to like edit them. Can make, All right. Like, weird stuff. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. You're right. In app, you can do that, and of course, when you have it in Photoshop, you can do magic with anything. That's visual. Thanks, Simon. We use Facebook Live to make uh, audio and video with the DJI Phantom 3 Pro drone. Daz was watching a live setting. Your feedback on what you saw coming through Facebook? It was uh, alright quality. You, everyone's voices were coming through clearly. There was a small bit of wind and you could hear some background noises, but that kind of just added to the whole thing. Also, the train. Uh, it's Did all, you hear the train? Uh, not particularly, no, but uh, it's some cars you could hear. Okay, so it looked authentic, and uh, we probably needed to turn the drone around so that you could see the people on the ground, because you probably didn't see them, did you? Uh, no. Okay, thanks for the comments, Dad. Hello, creative multimedia students, and I don't know when you're going to hear this, and I don't know if you're going to hear it for certain, but this is Paul O'Mahony calling, uh, waving back to you from Cork in Ireland. I'm sitting in my kitchen, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm a big user and appreciator of people who, on social media, I'm a big connector, a networker, and I certainly think that I'm feeling encouraged that you're being helped to develop your approach to communications. 
via learning about social media, via thinking about what value you might bring to the world via multimedia. So there, there you have it. That is our show for today. Our presenter, Bernie Goldback, has done a terrific job, I think, and it'll be a great uh, experience to welcome him back in the studio again, well, to take his rightful seat again next week. So, handing you back, Paul Omani at Wave Radio, coming to you every single day on the internet. Wave Radio, your empathic radio station.